As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let me start the actual on the YouTube channel. Okay, you guys are here. We're starting this and here we go. Hello, you guys. Welcome to Extra Connections Live here on JLJ Media. I am the JLJ of JLJ Media. I'm James Law Jr. And we do this on Sunday nights because I'm showcasing people who are doing things on my network, mainly audio dramas. I'm going to introduce each of them to you, of course, um, and we're going to do that. But first, while you're here, if this is your first time here, be kind. Subscribe. Subscribe to me. I got all kinds of stuff on this, bro, on, this, on this channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Be nice to me and do that. And when I tell you people their handles up, make sure you follow them, too, um, because we're all here together creating the stuff for you out there. Uh, and my Extra Connections is on Facebook, The Extra Connections Show. And, of course, James Hodge Jr. everywhere, all over, all over the place. I'm everywhere you want to be. Um, and folks in the chat room saying hello, hello, you guys. There's a live hey, chat. Hey, how's it going? Any hello. Questions, any questions for them? Please ask them in there. Only G and maybe PG 13. Mm. Anything RX, I'm not going to answer. Okay. Okay, first, uh, I'm going to bring up the first person. She is um, on three different series that I do. Um, she's Stephanie Markham on Forever and a Day. We know we love Miss Stephanie. She's Loretta Dearborn on Dinner at Mama series, and she plays the effervescent Mary on Mr. Road, Miss Christina Sullivan. Hello, Christina. Hey, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we love her. Mm-hmm. He, okay, so he, I, he's one of the first people I actually hired. I feel like I've known you for a while. He plays Carl Claus, Santa Claus's grandson on Claus the series. He plays mm-hmm. Lionel, who's right now in a coma on Cousins. And he plays Byron Dearborn on Dinner at Mama's, Robert Ray. Hi, Robert. Hi. <laughs> the guy with the big hair. Okay, I brought him on. He's a, he's, a, a, he's a world-renowned photographer. Yes. But I brought him in because I love his voice. He plays Percy, who is tortured to death, basically, <laughs> on Cupid's Crossing. And he plays Jet on Cousins, Sterling Scott. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? And this guy, I've, I've had a huge man crush when I first saw his picture and then heard his voice on the series that started all, which Christina's part of. He plays Stephen Langenfeld on Forever and a Day. Aaron Clark. Hello, Aaron. Hey, hi, guys. I'm, I'm doing awesome. This is fun. I appreciate you having me on. We're going to have fun. We're going to just going to talk. This is yeah. good. So, and you're the latest. So you're the you're the latest to all this stuff because I think you were on maybe an uh you came on season two, right? I don't think you think did you episode you do yeah. one? Yeah, season two. Uh, season two. Yep. How'd they find you? Because I know how I found these guys, but how they find how they find you? Casey Hutchison found my my material, uh resume and, and real clips on backstage.com. So it came out of the blue. Is is totally out of left field i was not expecting an audio drama podcast or a voiceover project to swing my way so it was one of those blessings in disguise to say the least because i've grown so much on just working with everyone and and going through the material and and putting the work into the character it's uh it's really stretched me as an actor really because this is my first professional job in los angeles Yeah, this is, you know, one of one. Amazing. 
Wow. It's a hit show, folks. It's a, I mean, the show is doing very well for me on GLJ Media. Um, and so for you on backstage, were you getting any hits on backstage or other things at all? How, you just, how was it for you on there? Uh, very few. However, I will say this, though. It was just sort of an interesting uh, connection and, and synchronicity because I had backstage about a year before that. I had canceled the subscription because nothing was really coming through. And I, I went back and forth, you know, should I get back on? Should I not? Should I, should I not? And that was about one month before Casey found me. I almost didn't do it. So I almost wouldn't be sitting here with you guys. It was, it was that close. So I would say yes, backstage was worth it. Very much so. It, it got me connected here with all of you and forever and a day. Explain to people out there who may not know what backstage. I know what it, we know what it is, but can you explain to people what black back? I almost said black stage. <laughs> backstage. Well, can you explain to us what that is? Yeah, so it's a breakdown service where actors can can build a profile, submit for jobs, and it works both ways. We can we can apply, we could submit, um, turn in. We ha- we do have to get a response for an invite, and then we do a, a self tape submission. Or, such as the case with uh, Casey finding me, was, like I said, totally out of the blue. So it can work both ways. So essentially a breakdown service. It's all online. I think it was back in the day, in the New York days, you know, decades ago, it was Backstage West Magazine, oh, yeah. which, of course, everything's online now. So that's Backstage. Yeah. And Miss Christina, I don't know if I ever asked how they found you. I mean, I, I feel like I know you, but I don't know how, how they find you. Um, so I, I guess I found them. Um, so what happened was my friend, Brandon, Brandon Larkins, he was cast on the show and he posted on his Twitter that he was cast on the show. So I was like, oh, so I'll follow the show just to be supportive of my friend. And so I started following the show on Twitter and then the show made a post that they were casting. And so I responded to their casting notice and I Submitted my audition and they liked it, and now I'm Stephanie. And you are, and you are Stephanie. I mean, you're not. Yes, Stephanie. yes, I am. <laughs> and we'll talk about um, the famous scene, everything in the beginning episode, all that in a second. But I was just curious, they found you. Now, Robert, I found from my Craigslist ad. Yeah. So, I mean, so I was going to ask, I never asked you this because I've never asked you this. And I, I just, I mean, I'm in love with your voice. So I never asked. Oh, this. you're too sweet. How do you ever go on Craigslist before looking for? Um, I am an avid Craigslist user. I've lived all over the place uh, in the US and in Europe. And you never know what you're going to find on there in the way of gigs. And um, you were like a blessing, a manna from heaven. Just And then we got on the phone and we both like, it's like, I think we're meant to work together. I think we're meant to do something. And then you were like, I'll find you something. You called me back within a minute or something. Like, it was like, I got, I got this. I'm writing it on the spot. You're going to be Santa Claus's grands, like mixed race grandson. And we're going to, I got it. I'm writing it as we speak. So happy to do it. That was me. And, and, and I've been known on certain shows to change scenes right on the fly. I've done it before. I mean, like, we're just going to change it differently. Uh, we've done that. Uh, Tony Moore says, Robert. Yes. <laughs> you work with Tony Moore. I try not to fight with him. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, Robert. Um, yes. And then Sterling, I actually had him on my sh- another show, one of my shows that I do, him and his partner, Lewis Carr. Hi, Lewis. Um, and we hit it off. And I asked him one day, would you ever want to do a voice show? Like, we have a voice actor. And he's like, sure, I'll try it. Um, and I love your voice also. I love you both on the shows. So, Sterling, no, thank you, thank you. when I asked you something, I know you, this wasn't a path for you at all, right? Wasn't it? Because you're heavily into photography and the other stuff, correct? Yeah, so not so much. Uh, well, the only time when I'm in front of the camera more so is like doing modeling stuff. So um, acting, I mean, it really wasn't on like the radar as far as it's like if I need to step in front of the camera to like do something really quick. Oh, OK, cool. But I never thought, you know, I've acted before in what high school, college. I did a play. Um, but I thought that kind of that point in my life kind of fizzled out and then look, look where I'm at now. So getting back into it. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, all all you guys. Are, I mean, I've heard all of your work. I mean, all four of you guys are really good. 
Um, and Aaron, I'll come to you. Um, you're, on a, you're on a soap opera. Like some of my other guys are on these weird, whimsical dramas that I have going on. But you're actually, and I want to, I want to write for you on one of my shows, Aaron. I want you, I want you on my shows. I do. Please, please, I love it. Um, but you're on a soap opera. Yeah. I think I believe you never watched soaps before. That was never your, never your thing. Uh, it really wasn't. No, no. Growing up, soaps. They. I think the only time I really sat down and and watched soaps was with grandma when I was a kid, probably a single digit in age. Um, no, they weren't my thing at all. They were sort of a fascinating, you know, creation just out there that I didn't really understand. So one, you know, that's, which is interesting because the fact that it has swung into my life and I'm working as a soap actor now has gotten me to understand it much better. The process, it's its a different feel as opposed to, I don't know, could we say just other, you know, traditional acting or something like this? It's a different direction. Do you, do you, have you watched any soaps at all since you started? So you peeked on any of them to see what they look like? Yes, yes. Which one did you go to? It's like open. Yeah. Which one did you go to you watched? Um, it's, well, you say new. I, I Current modern day soaps, I don't know, but I've. I flip back to all my children and I don't know what eras these come from, but that was the one that I always heard about growing up. So I've been YouTubing all my children Oh yeah, it's and a little bit of guiding light because Beth was on that show. Yes. Yes. She was Well, yeah. five time Emmy nominee from that show. Yes. So yes. So right. Know. And that's fun. Yeah. I get to go back and forth with Beth and all the scenes, which is kind of wild, you know? So this is your first job through backstage in Los Angeles, and you're acting opposite a five-time Emmy nominee. It's a soap, yeah. soap legend. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Say, that say is yes rather crazy. Stuff, right? Saying yes to stuff, posting and putting yourself out there. That's the yeah. answer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, especially if it seems to come through some sort of intuitive hit. It just gets a thought that just comes through. Act on it. You know, throw it out there. You don't know what's going to come back. Yes. Now, Christina. I remember when I when I was there for the first reads of Reverend A, they wanted to throw in a shocking scene. So those who may not know what she had to do portray on an audio drama in her opening episode, <clears throat> it was when I read it, I was surprised. Um, so for you, it was a very controversial scene. So for you as an actress, when you read that, what were your first thoughts? Well, for me, I mean, if something is going to catch people's attention and, you know, get them talking and, and things of that nature, then, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> I mean, of course, what she was doing, you know, you should not be doing that with a married man. That, that was very wrong of her. Yes. But <laughs> I was going into that scene with the knowledge that, this character was more than just that particular action. Like I was already aware that the writers had a fully developed character. Like even just from the monologue that I auditioned with for the character, I was aware that this character was a lot more than just that. So, I mean, if she just did that and like that was it for her, then I, I may have felt a little bit differently about it. Cause I don't like things like that when it's just gratuitous, like to do it just to do it. But this was who she was in that moment. And so I got that. I understand like, okay, at that moment, this is what she's doing, but she has a, like a whole past and a whole backstory and reasons for being how she is. And, and the show explores that. And so I'm really thankful for the writers for doing such a good job at, at you know, exploring this whole character. And so, yeah, she does do that one thing that people are talking about, but because there's so much more to her, I, I'm okay with portraying that because that's not all that she is. Yeah, I, I folks, you want to know what she did? Go check out episode one of Mister Road of Forever in a Day, and you can find out what she does that's controversial in that episode. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Go get to listen to it. Um, which was also a funny thing because it was an audio. It wasn't like you weren't put in a physical position. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> birds. Choice. Of, now you get what I'm saying, kind of kids. Um, but you know what I mean? It was, it was an audio. It was talked 
it was described, but it wasn't, it was, you weren't in a physical position either. It must've been different. This must've been a, a different, a different thing. So it's like, a, a more what did, what did your neighbors think was happening? <laughs> that's funny that's good that's funny my, my neighbors <laughs> they're all happy oh Everybody's good thing happy. i wasn't recording loud enough from for my neighbors to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta get into character with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sometimes. <laughs> now, yeah. with, now with you, well, Robert, we had, I, I came to you and I said, because, okay, so people may not know this, but Claws the series, um, I want, the fans actually on one of my shows, I have a show on IG late nights called Talk A Lot With James Live Jr., and some of you have seen it, and some of you haven't. I do it late at night. Um, and the fans were like, you should do a story about Santa Claus. What if his son hates him? This whole, and it's how it all became born out of that. But what's funny was, I naturally went to a white Santa. And I, I auditioned like 20 Santas, and some of them were creepy. And I got, I mean, trust, trust me, auditioning Santas, folks, is not easy or fun as you think it is. Ooh, <laughs> Um, but this guy plays Santa, Dave Moxley, and you know, he's great. He's totally he's amazing. He's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. But when I casted, casted, at least my bad English, when I casted it, Robert, it completely changed the, the tone of the show because I thought, wait a minute, now I have an opportunity to show a brown Santa who just wants to be a Santa. And I remember telling Robert, okay, that's what I was, I was telling you, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to make you half black. I gave you a black mother. It, ch- it changed the whole casting process, which I'm always mm-hmm. open to. I'm very open to like what's best for the show. But it totally changed. And because his father played by the wonderful William Corey, who's so good as CJ. He's so good as bitter. Santa Claus yeah, so deadpan. So <laughs> deadpan that we made it. So how did you find the voice of Carl? Because you do have a very distinctive voice for him other than your other roles you play on my shows. It's a very youthful, a youthful. Um, yeah, sorry, I, that went in and out. What was the question? So you, you have a very distinctive voice for Carl other than the other shows we do together. You have, yeah. I love the voice you chose. How did you choose that voice and how do you view Carl? Well, uh, what I actually do is like, like, I keep a smile on my face the whole time when I'm recording and it sort of lightens my shoulders and everything that I, I don't think about my student debt or anything like that. And it's just, just a young <laughs> Santa Claus navigating. What's the town that we live in? And North it's star. not North star. Yes. North star. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wants good on the planet and he wants his dad to get along. I won't ruin it for everybody, yes. but when I record and I keep this smile on my face, most of the time I have to turn off my camera because it feels so, I get in the mood. I'm in a great mood when I'm recording. Plus you always set the tone with that to keep it, to keep things uh, light and fun. But um, it's very different than Cousins. <laughs> than uh, when we record yeah. for Cousins. You and, you and, and uh, Christina play, she plays Loretta, you play Byron. Yeah. You're very angry in that one. Well, there's some, some stuff is going down in that show. Yes. I'm writing the fourth one now, except right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, that one, yeah, in that voice, yeah, you're very angry. You hate some of these people. You're just, you're just yeah. not happy with what's going on. I had it with my cuz, yeah. <laughs> but I but I love the, I, I found that you you guys were the first show, I was like, besides Miss Toro, which Christina's in that one too, but I was like, okay, I can actually add different commentary in it but I'll be heavy handed, but just add some stuff yeah. in there. 
it makes sense. And as and as Aaron knows also, and you know also on Fair Day, very diverse cast there too. It's we have older, younger, black, or everything. And um, and Sterling knows it's also on the shows he throw me too. It's very diverse. Um, Sterling, for you, I in, in the second series I put you in the Cupid's Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, I made you. <laughs> you literally have been mostly with one person, but our girl Happiness Carter, who Christina right. knows of course from this whole road. Um, you're kind of being misery. If you watch the film <laughs> Misery, he's basically being my friends are like, How can you do this to this guy? When they're listening to the show, like, poor Percy. Because, you know, Aphrodite is not just the goddess of beauty, she's basically keeping you captive. Um right. when, I, when I was giving you the scripts, what were you thinking when I was when it started getting a little more intense? Uh, I was just like, I just started laughing. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, so um, backstory, I've done like three, well, I've done one play. I did Ragtime where I was the lead in, in high school. Um, so I'm Cole House. And then at the end of that play, he dies. <laughs> and then, uh, the play I did in college um, was uh, Detroit 67. And I played a similar character, Sly. Uh, he's just like everybody loves him you know he's always making light of stuff he gets drunk and gets back up but then at the end of that play he dies <laughs> so <laughs> I guess continuing stuff going on I mean we don't know what happens to Percy but um, getting miseried uh, towards the end I'm like uh, well, I guess that's in alignment with the characters I've played in the past. So. That's so funny I did not know that I just wanted to torture you that's all I didn't know that used to that um had no idea and yes the season and people are watching actually are listening to it now uh, the season oh, yeah. ended and it's a cliffhanger and um and it will be back we have, we have enough viewership we'll be back so we'll find out what happens to percy i haven't decided yet but we're gonna we're gonna get there we'll figure out what's going on with you um out there <laughs> yes we had a little fun happiness had a good time torturing you on that one mm-hmm. right. and, and she did she did you I had a good time too being tortured. You, know, you, were, you were so you were so good. You guys were so good together in that in that thing. You were so good. And Christina on Miss Toll Road, which was my first series after Forever Today, we had a musical element. So Christina has a song out, and I wrote all the songs for the shows. And you did it in your merry voice, which and it became the most popular song on the soundtrack. For some reason, everybody <laughs> loves that song. So when I asked you, when I told you you were going to do a song. I mean, outwardly, you said, sure, James, let's just do it. But what were you thinking? Well, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I heard other songs of yours, so I figured it would be something similar because you have a very distinct style. So I figured it would be something like that, which I was cool with. So like, all right, cool, because your songs, they're so much fun. Like, they're the type of songs you want to dance to and have a party, have a good time. And I, I love that, you know, especially with, like, Mistletoe Road and Mary, like Mary's such a fun character and, and she's just so happy and friendly and, you know, so I, I definitely I was expecting just like a, a really fun song and, and that's what it was. So I think that's what people like about it is it's, it's, it's just fun. It is fun. I, 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 my goal is to create a musical one day. I want to write a musical one day. That's my goal. Um, so Mistletoe Road is like my first kind of steps with their writing for characters for episodes every 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 because if you don't know Mr. Rowe folks Mr. Rowe is three people who are spoken word artists wake up in a Hallmark movie basically so what would you do if you woke up in a Hallmark movie and you're like uh how do we get here what do we do um you're from Los Angeles you're like uh it's snowing all of a sudden it's July um, and so I decided to add this element of spoken word to it and music for every episode. So it was kind of it was a nice challenge for me to, to not only write the episode, also write the music and also do that at the same time. It's very interesting. But so she has the most popular song on the, um, on the soundtrack. So you go on, Miss, you know, Miss, Miss, uh, Miss Christina. We love that. So it was, it was a lot of fun. So, and I'll be back next season too. This next this Christmas, because I'll be back. It was very successful for us. So I got to write the songs and everything to that also. We'll be continuing that. Um, Aaron, so you co- you came on to uh, um, uh, some storylines that are kind of, they're very soapy, first of all. Right. <laughs> they're very soapy, very, very, you know, very dramatic. We're on our soapbox. Yes, yes, very much. Um, how would you describe your character of, of Steven? Who? Well, you know, firstly, it's, it's interesting because Steven Legenfeld is a 
political media figure. However, so far, I, I've only, I've, I, I've not really danced in the political scenes yet, like the, in any kind of a setting like that. I'm really this guy who's, who's come back in time almost to his past to come back and, and put his family back together. So it's really building a relationship or trying to build a relationship with the girl. Now, that's, it, it's like the drive of Stephen is, is to rekindle the past and build a family. There's, there's almost nothing, for, for me anyway, the way I put the work through is that's, that's just the main focus. This guy is driven to find what he thought he had or once did have 28 years ago. Just that flame within. So I wanted to put that at the core of Stephen is, is find the love that he, that he, that he believes he has. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. And, and Sterling, uh, where you played Jet on our other series, um, and we gave you, we gave you um, a love interest. We took the fire chief and gave her a name and became your love interest. Miss Ashley Stewart, who plays Robert's, grandmother on claws the series mm-hmm. <laughs> um on that series it was, it was a whole house burning down this whole kind of secrets you know that going on there you know robert knows this too because he's on the tip it's this whole secrets so i mean so like and so far we've had you play it kind of like you're trying to hold it together but mm-hmm. this this girl your your girl's like come on like you're, you're having bad dreams and stuff how much how much is that is like do you draw on from real life? Are you very different from that character? Like how much of a similar or how do you handle things like that? Um, I try to draw on from like real life. So, I mean, we're all human, right? So we all go through stuff. And sometimes I try to just throw in something like I might be feeling some type of way. And I'm a Gemini, so I tend to like hold stuff in. <laughs> so for me, it's just like, no, drop it, leave it alone. I'm not talking about it. So it comes like a little bit more natural. <laughs> um but yeah, I try to draw on things from like real life, you know, like we're all going through something or I try to think about, or especially playing a character. I'm like, okay, if this character is going through this, how would they feel? And then try to apply it to my life. Like, well, how would you feel in that situation? Your house burned down and all this stuff is happening and, you know, no one knows what's really going on, but you. So starting to like imagine things, well, what would make me tick? Why would I be angry or why would I feel some type of way so trying to create these almost like method acting trying to create um the unknowns uh for myself to you know give a little bit more life to these characters yeah no definitely I mean I I can I can see that because I remember when I when I wrote Percy for you and I sent you the first couple of scripts you're like that sounds like me so I was saying (laughs) I'll I'll go on a date sure I'll go I mean your best friend Cupid's your best friend he's trying to set you on a date and you're like I'll do it, but we'll see what happens. Like, you'll say, I'll do it. Right. But it was like you said, that sounds like me. I'm kind of open to things, but like, you know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not looking for something specifically. You're just open to stuff. That must be your Gemini right. side. Um, but maybe I'll <laughs> go, okay, good. I wrote something that kind of relates to you. Um, that's kind of very interesting, and I like that. Um, do you, do all of you guys, do you guys listen to your work? Have you listened to yourselves on these shows? Yes. Um, okay, yeah. so Aaron, we'll start with you. What, what, what were your thoughts when you heard yourself? <laughs> well I, I i wanted to the, my first thing i was very curious on how it was going to get sewed together yeah because i'm you know on this side of the production i'm i'm doing my thing i'm putting my work in going back and forth with beth so i was really curious you know how is it going to get what, what's the flow here like how is this going to how are the scenes going to be you know jumping around and and how's it going to fit how's that puzzle going to fit that was my first curiosity after that, um, I was surprised at how I was okay with hearing my voice because <laughs> yeah. I was one of those kids growing up who did not like my voice really? at all. Yeah, I really used to hate it. I really did. And it's fascinating to me that I've not only grown out of it, uh, you know, some time back, but again, first job in the industry, voiceover. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. So, you know, all that's there. But I've been enjoying just all of it, the flow of it, the show itself, the drama that's there. I smile. I, I laugh. I listen to it. I smile. I laugh. I throw my head back and laugh at some of the scenes. <laughs> and then, of course, as the actor, I'm, I'm thinking, 
why did I say it like that? Of course. You're great. Yes. I, I should have done this, 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 but you know, you let it go. You do the work, you let it go. Yeah. Uh, Robert, how about you? Listen to your stuff. Oh, uh, you're muted. There I am. Yes, yep. I do. I do. And I told that uh, story of getting my mom to listen to it through a podcast app on her phone, which took me about 45 minutes to get her to figure out how to download this thing. My mom too. My mom too. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. She loved it. She loves, she loves cousins. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. That was her, that was her memory. And she's waiting for the installments of uh, the claws. Yes. We have the clauses in that drum. Yes. But how about you? I mean, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I, well, I um, love being a part of this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The shows. So it's really cool. Uh, sometimes I'll put you on while I'm walking out in L.A. And uh, I just get to hear the drama that we created. Because it takes its work. It's a production. And I know that you put in work, for sure. Writing, producing, recording, editing. And so it's really cool to hear it all come together. It's like super special. It's been super special. Oh, my God. My God. And you have yeah. great listen. I want to say some people. So he's been recording some of my books. Um, and I, and it's so weird. Your voice is like perfect for my books. But it's my, my autobiographies. And so it's very interesting hearing my life being told back to me in my own words, but in his voice. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting <laughs> listening to that. Um, yeah. It's different than this where i write something fictional and you guys say it I mean, that's, a, that's a whole other kind of wonderfulness uh but this has been like no this stuff actually happened to you yeah. and uh and you're reading I, it to me like, and i read it and now i know i know you intimately you do. no you do, <laughs> you do no you do you know something I, I i put all out my books my books are out there on amazon they're out there he has know. lived he's lived it's exciting and i love i love the way you write well, thank you. No, thank you. I've had yeah. a few lives. I've had a, I've had a few yeah. lives. Um, like Tony said, it's lots of work, but it all comes out great. It does. It just comes mm -hmm. out. Uh, Miss Christina, do you listen to your shows you're on? I do. I, I listen to all the shows and okay, like I know I'm biased because I'm a part of it, but like I love all of the stories. Like I'm, I'm a fan. Like I, I really enjoy listening to everybody, like not just myself, but I, I, I love the shows. But there was one time in particular a couple of weeks ago when Stephanie's special episode came out and I was listening to that one, like I got emotional. Like I'm listening to myself and like I'm, I'm getting all these feelings and I'm like, wait a minute, like, wow. Like, and I was just thinking like, wow, like Casey and Kenneth are such good writers because I'm listening to myself and I'm, I know what's coming up. Like I know what's happening because I'm the one saying the words, but like it was just really getting to me, but um, yeah. So I like I listen to everything, and I'm just like a fan of the storytelling of of just the writing skills of Casey and Candice and you, James. Like all of you, like the stories are so good. Like yeah, I I listen. I I listen every time it comes out. Like oh, what time's it coming out? I'm gonna listen. So yeah, I'm like a super fan. So folks, you don't know this. She got her own episode on Forever a Day. She had her own episode. Um, and it was how many pages of dialogue? Like a whole episode full, so I don't know, maybe like 30 pages or so. I don't know. Was, yeah. She's so modest. It's like <laughs> just a few pages, like 40, 50. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yes. It was a big episode. No, you did amazing in it. And she inspired a song. This Stephanie has a song out. I, I will have it all. 
my girl Keone Alley and I put it together, and it's, it's so you can get out on any, on anything streaming place to get it also because we love the character of Stephanie, who originally was supposed to die. Originally, Candace Mack saved your character. Yes, like I'm so thankful that she did not get killed because I, I'm really enjoying playing this character. Like, she's she's really great. Like, I I, I like her. I mean, try, of course. There, there may be some people in town that don't like her, but I like her. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Have you and Aaron had any scenes together yet? I'm trying to think. No. No, no. Um, we haven't. I mean, we have a connection where his ex-girlfriend <laughs> and my ex-boyfriend, who is a crazy stalker, are now dating each other. <laughs> exactly. So that's my connection to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the great Michael Carr. We love him. Um, yes, uh -huh. yeah, they're yeah they're together. That's right. Your ex, your ex, they're together. Right. <laughs> How soapy is that? Um, Candace Mack is in the building. She says, "Yes, I did save her." Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Girl. Yes, thank you, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, at some point, maybe Stephen and Stephanie see the names are close together and everything. Like, oh, on, and and they have in common that the two exes. Yeah, mm -hmm. Candace, Casey. <laughs> I'm running, I'm running for you all of a sudden. I'll write an episode of Forever Day myself. Um, no, they, they do a great job. They can write that. They do a great job. Um, but yeah, it's kind of fun. You guys are in the same show. And Sterling, do you listen to yourself? Uh, I do. I do. I always feel a little bit awkward like when I hear myself. I'm like, God, is my voice that deep? You know, or, <laughs> you know, you were our own worst critic. But I do listen to myself. I do enjoy it. Um, you know, I'm always thinking about what I can do better. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, is we were all talking about this being in a production. And a lot of times in our productions, we're laughing and like having fun, too. So even though I know what's coming, I'm probably laughing because, you know, we botched a line before then or someone did something crazy, you know, and I'm like, oh, I remember that time we were laughing for like 10 minutes before <laughs> we finished the scene. So, uh um, yeah, I think back to those moments, you know, those are like moments we can't replace. So. And that was my goal. And I know Casey and, and, and Kansas goal too was, cause we know what we were doing before we started this. We're like, what are we going to do? We know it's COVID safe. We knew that because all, because folks, you don't know this. We did during when COVID, the pandemic was heavy. So we did this then last year and came into, into this year. And, um, we wanted something that also had the feel of being on set. And I know Aaron, you talked about this on another show how you just kind of, you love that part. So we wanted to create somewhere. We want, usually, usually in voice order thing, people, usually you record your lines over here, so-and-so does their lines over here, they put it together. Um, we wanted something where you act, actually act opposite your scene partner. And I think that's helped a lot with all the shows because you actually are like this in front of them, kind of because, you know, basically acting out to each other. So we wanted that, that was a big concern. That was a big thing I wanted to create. and. A lot of times I mess up, I'm the narrator, I mess up the lines. I laugh, people, if people are doing this, I, start, I mess up a take by laughing. It's, it's, it's me a lot of times, I know. Um, because I get into it, because I'm hearing the words come out for the first time when we do our reads. I'm like, there they are, there's my words. There they are right there, it's crazy. Um, but we decided we really wanted to do something to kind of create a community uh, within all of this. And I think, and I'm so proud that I have over I think 200 people that are on my shows. I mean, it's kind of, it's really crazy. I just finished another production, Easter Hair, which is going to come out on, on first. And like each production is, is actually doing really well. And I'm like, I'm just very impressed because audio dramas are this new thing. People are like, what's an audio drama? It's not, it's not an audio book, but it's kind of like that. It's not a podcast because it's actually it's acting. It's not, a, it's not on TV. So folks are like, what? They don't know what that is. So we're having to train people but this is this is something you can listen to. It's it's just it's like it's a show on television. It's just through your ear holes. That's what I tell people. And they're like, oh, okay. And I just have, you know, they like 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 Robert. Okay, let me let me download the app for you. What do you have? You have you have uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Let's go up. Yes. That's why I got these all approved on everything, everybody. Yeah. So bitches out there, you can find it everywhere. Don't get there's no excuse. You can't find it. It's on Spotify and iHeartRadio. It's everywhere. Exactly. So Wherever you listen to podcasts or whatever, you can find it there. There is no special category yet for audio-based work. Um, mm -hmm. it's just it's not there. It may happen soon. It's just not it's not there yet. And, and a lot of um, a lot of um, 
of the award shows are coming to me now saying, hi, we've created some, you know, audio content. So some of you guys may be nominated for things, who knows? Um, and some stuff, they're coming to us because they're start. people are starting to catch on that this is a safe way to go. And you've got something to do. And you guys are creative. Oh, sure. Do something that gives something to do. And I know, Aaron, for you, like I said, you were looking for something to do. Um, and this mm-hmm. is something, again, you weren't thinking audio, obviously. Um, and you're in your uh, custom van, which I love. This is so great. Where you right. Do- so do you, so do you record as Steven in that van? Is that what you recorded? I do. Yeah, the sound, the sound ceiling in this is is just epic, and, and that's something else I noticed as well when I started listening to the program. My my voice comes through better than anybody's. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a little bit more clear and just a little bit more pronounced. I'm thinking, wow, this was a good idea. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds good. I mean, so yeah, like, yeah, I'm just curious. How did what did you do? I mean, I see you have wood paneling I mean, like how did you make how did you turn a van into a studio oh it's 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 uh it, it's a it's a camper conversion when i'm not in the apartment i'm in this um well I'm more in the apartment but this is for for weekend trips and obviously recording now so it, there's a bed there's a fridge there's a uh, a sink the vanity i built it's 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 just totally totally knocked out into a conversion it's you one did, of those you did it yourself uh mostly this the wood you see up here i did not do this it's insulated didn't do that floorboards didn't do that that's uh pretty much how i bought it so everything else was added in by by me wow that's 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 amazing yeah that's crazy well that's the thing is it funny that we get to do this from the comfort of wherever we are right that's kind of where we get to do it so it's much more you know there's no commutes there's no see you on set. You know, you got to leave five hours early in LA to get somewhere. Mm. We all know how that is. Um, that's, that, that's out of the way. Just literally you find a spot. Um, so what, do, do any of you guys have pre-rituals before you come on to one of these recordings? You guys, anything you do or set yourself up for? Uh, Robert, do you have anything you do that before the recordings you like? Well, you know, what do you do? The, the ongoing joke is I'm looking for bandwidth. That's all right, the bandwidth. How's your bandwidth? How's your bandwidth? Just jump on. As I say, I'm, well, I didn't realize that I was right besides Sterling, but sometimes I record at my aunt's place. I'm down there with the family helping out, and I built like a little uh, recording booth in the garage. And um, so, yeah, I get my reminder, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's get into character. <laughs> tell all my cousins to not knock on the garage door while I'm in there and <laughs> I get to it. It's so funny that I'm a street away from Sterling while I'm recording. That's yeah. so weird. That's yeah. a block away. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. You guys should record together. No, I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Exactly. That's so funny. Oh my God. When we do our next episode. Um, yeah. Sterling, anything you do beforehand to get yourself ready? Um, I always just pull out the script. <laughs> and then just like kind of browse it over. We read it there. I just like okay. Let me re- let me you know remember what am I supposed to be saying? I think I'm supposed to be saying it like that. I don't know. So yeah, um, just breathe. But, but you know, <laughs> so when you, when, so are you cognizant of like when the when it's the night? You do the night. Do you know mm-hmm. I, gotta be, I gotta be somewhere where I can do it? Like you're always thinking, okay, I gotta be at a place where I can actually record. You always think, oh that? yeah, most definitely. Um, at least um, there's internet connection and and no distractions. Even though in my house you'll see ghosts walking past me, as you saw earlier. <laughs> or, or ghosts? The dogs barking, or or someone knocking on the door, like hey, hey. I'm like, oh, give me one second, guys. Like I'll be right back. So there's been some mishaps, you know, living at that, you know, being at the house and everybody's still here. But for the most part, you know. It's, it's a good vibe. Yes. And Candice Mack says, Christina sings Mariah Carey before you record. Is that true? Um, well, I mean, I, I sing Mariah Carey all the time, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we belong together. Yeah, that went all that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always singing Mariah. Um, I mean, that's just kind of my thing because I'm, I'm obsessed with her. I mean, not, you know. You do your run, do your runs. You're like, oh, you do all that, all stuff. Yeah, you do all that. No, I mean, okay, so the Mariah thing, that's just me Chris, being Christina, 24-7, I, I, I'm a huge Mariah fan, but for me getting into character, um, I, I do something different for each character because each of my characters are completely different, and like none of them are exactly like me, um, 
so right before <laughs> I record, I, I do little things like there's there are certain songs that I play beforehand to kind of get me in the mood for what I'm about to record. Like if I'm if if Stephanie's about to seduce someone, then I might like put on like a sexy Rihanna song or like something to kind of get me in that mood. And um, you know, like different, just different things. Like even though visually people aren't like seeing me, they're just hearing my voice. I still like to get into character for myself. So I like to do little things with like my clothes, hair, makeup, whatever, like just for me, like even my perfume, like Stephanie likes Dolce Gabbana light blue. So I spray that like, okay, now I'm, I'm smelling like her, you know, like I like to just be like all in character, like for me, even though it's like, okay, it's just audio, but I like to like, you know, really kind of embody it as much as possible. But yeah, just me being Christina, yeah, Candice, you know, it's Mariah all the time. <laughs> but, but, I, but, but you know, I like that. I think, again, we have to almost kind of forget this whole thing about audio versus video. It's like getting into character. That's just something you have to do. You have to get into character. Like I said, Robert says he starts to smile. Like it's, whether they see it or not, you're right. Because you're the one about to deliver. I mean, this is, this is your chance. Mm -hmm to put your performance out there and, like, and give it what it's supposed to give. So I kind of like that idea you guys kind of figure out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, for me, I play music. I usually, give, I usually play music and people come on. I sometimes have music playing sometimes. It might be whatever, I'm, maybe disco or something, who knows, or rock, whatever I'm playing at the time. Um, and I get myself kind of ready. I'm always excited. I'm, I'm, this is on my end. I'm always excited because I go, wow. I like each of my casts. And I even come in forever and day sometimes and I come in and 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 listen and stay for some of the, and some, some of the things. And um, I love, I just love, I get excited. It's like show day. I get very excited. I can't wait to see what you guys are going to put up, what you guys are going to do, what you're going to put out, you know, what, how it's going to sound. Um, if I change something, I'm, I'm hyped up. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I just, and then, and then later I'm in the editing and I'm like listening. And I start laughing. Oh my God, it's so funny. Or I really came out better than I thought. Or, you know, like I just start to hear, it's just, it's a lot of fun. This has been such a fun uh, uh, almost emotional journey for me in many ways too. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm a big softie. I'm, I'm and now I cry at everything half the time. Um, and I, there's, there's been times when I got really teary eyed listening to you guys do stuff on all of your shows. And I go, wow, this is on my network. I started a network. Like, what the fuck? What did I do? What am I doing? Like, what? Um, and I'm in my fifties. I start all this late. I start all this late in life. And and Robert knows some of my story because he read some of it. Some things I've been through. Um, I'm just. This is all. This is all gravy for me. I mean, this is all gravy for me. I'm, I'm starting something new in my 50s with a bunch of people wow. who are willing to go on the ride with me. So I appreciate that mm. from you guys very much for that. It's, it feeds me at the same time. This is not just for you know shits and giggles. This is like, this is fun. Mm. This is fun, but also it is actually, we're doing something creative. Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. it's been so amazing. I, to hear you speak about it and to know like every time I, and I don't mean to take over the like every time we get on the phone or every time we get uh into recording you're like I just and even today I just wrapped three shows like I just finished stuff <laughs> I do a bunch of things I'm a little busy yes I do, I do yeah a few things I do a few things Mm -hmm. um, but I like to live life. It's all about living life and just yeah. kind of like, you know, um, you know, and do, I, mean, I want to be an example of just go for it. And again, like Aaron said, he came back into it. He wanted to do, he wanted to do some acting. Like just, it doesn't matter how old you are, what you look like, what's going on, your voice, just like go for it. You know, you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Like really, you just, you just have nothing to lose. And mm -hmm. if I can be an example of just, like I said, in my forties and fifties, I'm doing all this new stuff. I'm like, you could do it at your age or wherever you are, you could do it. That's how, that's, how, that's how I look at it as. Um, I'm going to ask each of you guys, uh, we guys, we wrap this up. Thanks for your time on this Sunday night. Um, if there is a type of character you would love to play, or you, you try to think about this, you have a type, there's a type of character, you just, I mean, just no limits. You're just like, I could play this kind of character. It could be anything 
you want. It's your chance to speak it into existence, or maybe I'll write it for you. Who knows? Um, but I mean, I mean, I want. I'm just kind of curious with you. I'm gonna start with Miss Christina because she plays, like she says, on our on our network, a lot of different characters. But is there one type that you would like to play? Um. Well, gosh, I I, I love playing all different types of characters. But if I'm going to say something that I haven't done yet that I'd like to do, because I'm enjoying everything I'm doing, but something that would just be completely brand new and fun and exciting, I would love to do like a superhero thing. Like, well, no, not superhero, more like vigilante. Because I I like 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 the Catwoman, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, like that type of character where they're not really a hero, but it's like a comic book character, not necessarily the hero, though. I get that anti-hero kind of like yeah. you're, not full, you're not full villain but you are vigilante you take care of business yeah okay yeah that I, would be good okay uh mr sterling scott any kind of character because you're, you're kind of doing this what would you like to do um uh, well there's two can i pick two yes you can, yeah, as many as you want you're manifesting as many as you want right um so i've always played i guess the um you know like the happy guy or I, even when people were like casting, they're like, well, you come off as like the best friend, you know, your, your smile is there. So I've always played like these characters, the goofy guy or something like that. Um, so I think I want to be a villain if I had to choose, like just, just the dirtiest, most evil villain. Sterling, you <laughs> know what? That's, that's exactly, <laughs> that's what I had for both of us. I was oh. like, we got to play like these oh, really? nice sort of like, we're helping yeah. out. We're not. We're not fanning the right. fire. Exactly. We're the lovable guy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the comic <laughs> relief. You know, like those type of characters. I'm like, okay, I need to be something. So I want to be something serious, like a very serious, like dramatic role, and then mm-hmm. just a, just a dirty, nasty. Like, the, who's the most evilest villain you can think of? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, think of like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think. Give me a. Oh, I think of uh, I think of Randall from uh, Monsters Inc. He was just the dirtiest, like most evil guy. You know what I mean? Like no one liked him. <laughs> he, he was good at what he did, but he was just just mean, just eat for no reason. I want to be like that. Just why is we want to we hate this guy? We want to kill him, and you know. <laughs> you can't I'm getting ideas of a of a evil buddy buddy movie a buddy series or something. I'm getting some ideas. <laughs> Both just being evil, wreck havoc on the world. I'm getting ideas. Right. Okay, what was the second one, Sterling? You said the second one. Oh, the second one. Uh, just a very serious and a very like dramatic role. Okay. Um, so it doesn't have to be mean or anything like that. Just just some very serious heavy material. And so being able to pull that off, um, as an actor would be. I guess it would be very rewarding for me. Um, just something out of my element. Like, again, I've played a lot of like happy, you know, comical, whimsical type of characters. Um, so playing something that's just super dramatic, whether I'm a dad or, you know, something like that, um, just to switch it up, give me a change of pace. Okay, like that. Uh, Aaron? Yes. What would you like to play? You, you I also play? have two. Okay, I like well, number one. <laughs> Okay, number one, um, I'll, I'll go with this. I, I'm, I'm riding on Sterling's coattails here a little bit because I was thinking the same thing. A deep, dark, dirty, dirty, dirty bad guy, specifically because all of the layers underneath. I like to stretch my legs in those directions. So finding, finding a certain depth, but through, through the dark characters, and it's, it's really the dark characters I'm finding who give permission to go to these places. The good guys don't really need that. They're, we're, we're kind of straightforward. So that would be one. Second one, I'd love to play schizophrenic. Mm. Spread in, in, I don't know, three, four, five different directions on one program. Maybe as a writer, for some reason that this just coming to mind, a writer who's a schizophrenic. Well, it was funny. I'm writing my first on my series, uh, Amore. I've written my first split personality story. Mm, interesting. So I've never done it before. I've seen it done on TV, but I wrote my first one. So when my character, I told her, I, she's like, "Do I have a different, I have a different name now?" I go, "Yes, you're a different character now." So I, so I'm, I'm actually, and I wrote my first um, one person doing two roles in the scene together. I asked him if he could do it. He wants to do it. Uh, it's a guy who plays Santa, Dave. 
He's playing a king. And he's playing Santa opposite himself in a scene. Okay. And so we're trying. So I'm trying. I'm trying to see what that looks like as a as a writing. He liked the dialogue. I said, so you have to go back and forth. You're Santa and you're King Albon. You have to go. You have to go. So he's he's challenged. He's ready to do it. I think if anybody mm. can do it, I think he can do it. Um, but I'm starting to write. I'm, the funny you say that, Aaron. I'm starting to write that stuff because I'm fascinated with the mind. I'm fascinated. I have a, yeah. I, have a I have a schizo a, schizo, a schizophrenic uncle. Uh, so I oh I, really? Back, oh yeah, my whole life, my uncle Reggie. So I my whole life. So I know what that looks like up front. Um, oh, interesting. So, I, so I'm kind of I'm delving into that. So it's kind of funny. Maybe something. Maybe something there. Huh. You know? I'm, I'm, maybe I'm trying it out. I'm trying it out. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. That's, that's, that's exciting. Good. You guys, well, you may want to go deep. All of a sudden, okay. Uh, all all <laughs> you guys to go deep. And Mr. Robert, you said part of it was one of those things. Uh, yeah, definitely. I was thinking that. But as um as we're sitting here, I'm thinking Al and Trini. Like I want. Are you watching Snowfall right now? Can my we write friend, my, a? My friend, my, my can we friend. write a drug drama? Can we? I I was one of your friends. Huh? Can we write a drug drama where I? Well, I don't have to play it, but I will audition for the for the that has a deep down has a heart of gold, but has to do what it takes to bring his fam something like that. Something like that. <laughs> I have. No, I have. An idea. I, I actually started writing. Kind of. I have two that I'm okay. I just started germinating that I haven't figured out what the through line is. But I am writing. I like flawed characters that are that um, that go through a journey. I'm a big, I'm a big arc person. Like they, they go yeah. through an arc. Like a closet mm-hmm. series that the twins, KJ and them, they're going through an arc. I, I, I like that whole where they start somewhere, whether it's good or bad, that they go somewhere. Like it's just either way. I like, I like to see show that journey so i'm kind of like yeah that's kind of that's gonna be good and then I'm, yeah, I'm gonna delve more into these i have some shows that have some real heavy drama in it um that we're gonna start casting for too so i mean it's, it's kind of we're going there and also writing some comedy and then we're doing we did our first horror series besides cupid's crossing Ooh. we had actual easter hair as a horror series i got to kill my friends so that was a lot of fun um they all <laughs> want to be killed i killed tony moore killed tammy govea i mean i killed i killed my friend he wanted to come and get killed um and now it's the first time where we had I mean, really good death scenes. Like the whole cast was quiet. Like we were recording them. It was like, oh, okay, this is really interesting. The, the actors really got into it because um, every episode was with a death. The, Easter, the killer Easter Bunny kills people, so he kills them in ways that are Easter-like. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> the trailer is out now, so you can hear the trailer for it. It's really funny. Um, but it's it's a it was my first time going really deep into that. I go, ooh, that's really interesting. And it claws the series. The ending scene is a really big scene between CJ and his mother, Sally Claus. Very serious. We had to record it separately because it was very serious. Um, we had to get it just like the right tone. So if folks hear it, they're going to be like, okay. So we're, we're going there. We're going we're gonna to go there. But like I said, this has been such a great journey for me. You guys are all part of it. I'm so happy to have you all part of JLJ Media. I, would, I mean, Aaron, you're gonna, I'm going to work with you at some point. We're going we're to find something for you on my, on my show. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. That's fun. But the, the other three of you, of course, you guys are my MVPs, as I titled this. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate each of you guys. Um, starting with Christina, tell folks where they can find you on the social media machines. On social media, I can be found on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Miss Christina 617 So that's M-I-S-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A 617. And Mr. Sterling Scott. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Sterling Scott underscore, um, and then check out my work um, photography at Sterling underscore Gold underscore, and then also SC Visuals. So that's me and my creative partner. We do a lot of community stuff, and we have our books online on our website, so you can check us out there. And I will be hiring Sterling to film my official age fifty two photos. I, every couple of years, mm. I document my age, and so I'm actually going to be hiring him to take pictures of this face turning 52 years old. So we'll see how that turns out. Hopefully I'll be a decent subject for you. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Clark, where can they find you? On the Instagram, it's dot Aaron dot Clark. That's simple. It's Aaron Clark. There you are. There you That's are. it right there. It's Aaron Clark. Aaron Clark. And Robert, where can they find you? Uh, find me on Instagram. It's Robert Wraith Acting. Yes, you'll follow. And anybody, okay, so some folks have actually gotten jobs off of my shows and, and my and things. So follow these people, hire them. 
They are all talented. Check them out. I will post who, where you can find them. But please, I highly endorse these four people. Um, give them more work. I mean, come on, folks. Let's do it. They're good. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Or I'll come find you. Um, you can follow me. We're all James Lott Juniors of Soul at James Lott Jr. on all social media platforms, including TikTok. That's right, bitches. I'm on TikTok um, doing weird shit. I have a thing about this egg being too small. It went viral. So go ahead and watch that. Uh, and then also JLJ Media is everywhere. It's everywhere you want it to be or where you don't want it to be. It's on every streaming service. It's on every social media platform. It's on YouTube. That's right. I am a man who has my own online network. And it's out there and it's doing very well. Thank you very much for tuning into whatever I put out there. I totally appreciate it. But subscribe, follow, comment, share, all of that. I appreciate it very much. Everyone, please support the arts. The arts are very important to our culture, our society, our mental health, our physical health. Um, we need content, people. We were going through a lot of stuff out there. People want content. So support the arts. It's very Support arts in schools. That's where it starts. Um, everyone, please take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>